What up, though? We're back. We're always here. We never left. All right. You ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is episode 36. I can't believe it. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl To take me on the ride to a whole new world Under the sea of bare necessities You've got a friend of me cause I'm fun and fancy free With you on my arm people won't know what to do Say I wanna be like you, bibbidi bobbidi boo Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2 Girl I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Married with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew, and we're a couple from Dallas, Texas, who loves pop culture and all things Disney and eating breakfast at Cracker Barrel. Shout out to Cracker Barrel. Thank you, Cracker. Yeah, Cracker Barrel. Coming through. So good. So good. So this is the beginning of the episode whenever we give a fan shout out to one of our listeners, someone who has DM'd us, someone who has commented on something, because uh, we are all about talking to our listeners, because um, we know that we say crazy things, or we say great things that you also identify with. So make sure that um, on this episode with Aaron, uh, we are talking all about movies. So if there are some movies that we give a shout out to, let us know what you think about these. Um, yeah. Shout out, 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 out. My favorite part of the episode is Zara creepily saying fan shout out. No, it's not. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, well, this fan shout out actually comes from, so a few weeks ago, uh, me and Zara had seen Infinity War and I posted a meme about Infinity War and how hard it was for me to like not talk about Infinity War. Keep it I, a secret. Because I didn't want to like spoil it. But now for you don't other have people. to keep it a secret. Exactly. Now I don't we have, have a whole to. podcast about it. A whole podcast. So if you want our... Um, hot takes on this movie, then make sure that you listen to that podcast. Well, episode 35. So I posted this meme. Yes. Episode 35 with my dad, Papa Agnew. Papa Agnew. So I posted this meme and said, hey, if anyone else wants to talk about uh, Infinity War, DM me. There were actually a few people who had really hot takes on Infinity War. Some were crazy. I'm not going to put anybody on on a blast right now, but I'm just being real. Um some of y'all just don't know comic books. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, but, you're not like a comic book like pro or anything, but you like know the basics. I know the basics because I read comicbook.com mm. and oh, they got so much information. It's Thank great. God for the internet. I just read articles. I really have not read a comic book since I was like 10 years old, hmm. but oh, well. Well, so, so the first one came from dare to live underscore. Nothing following the underscore, just dare to live underscore. Hmm. Um, basically, it is uh, this chick from Canada whose name is Ray, R-A-Y. So not R-E-Y, like Ray from Star Wars. But like a ray of sunshine. But like a ray of sunshine. And nothing says more sunshininess than her Instagram bio, which says anyone can die, <gasps> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so have the courage to live. Oh, Wow. With an earth after it, with, okay. an, with, with an earth emoji. So much thinking about your life right now. But it was great because I posted this and literally like an hour later, she DMs me in all caps. Hey, I just saw Infinity War. What were your thoughts with like five question marks? Sorry for all of these caps. I'm still emotionally un- <laughs> unstable from this movie. So then we go back and forth actually for like a good long while talking about Infinity War. And it made me happy that someone from Canada saw my meme yes. and wanted to DM us. And talk about the movie. 
So, That's amazing. I know. So it was super cool. So Ray, aka Dare to Live, underscore nothing. Mm. Thank you so much for uh, DMing me. It made me feel very cool. Well, okay. Time for a weird nickname. Yeah. Yeah. So what should her nickname be? Dare to live or dare to die. Or dare to die. Just kidding. That's creepy. Um, There's also like Sunshine Ray or Canada Ray. Canada Ray. Canada Sunshine. But then how do we incorporate Marvel Avengers into it? Is that necessary? I think so. Okay. There needs to be like dare to live. But like a Thanos tweak to it because Thanos just mercs everybody. Hmm. So I don't know what that is. Dare, um, dare to kill Thanos. So obviously Thanos got all six of the Infinity Stones. Yeah. All right. But what if there was one extra stone that he didn't get? The Ray Stone. Oh. <laughs> because Ray has the courage to live. Like anybody can die, but she's not going to let Thanos' snapping of of his fingers stop her from living true she she's, is the ray stone she's not going to disappear in a cloud of dust she's better than that yeah no she is high above that she is from canada <laughs> she's not letting anybody stop her okay so the ray stone the ray stone i like it shout out to the ray stone thank you for i don't even know if you listen to this podcast but thank you for at least following us on social media and interacting and interacting we and, like that and uh and DMing us. So, Raystone, it's been real. Don't let anybody take you down. Don't let Thanos stop you. Just dare to dream. Dare to live. Dare to live. Do it. All right. Well, before we get into this podcast episode, we actually brought back my friend Aaron Pugh, who was on episode 12 whenever we did the deep dive of Stranger Things. Um, and Aaron, That was a long time ago. A very long time ago. Ago, Aaron has been uh, wanting to get onto a, a podcast. Dude had pages of notes about summer blockbuster movies. I had no notes. He was ready. I all was right? not ready. But before we get into it, we need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Wendy Trent from Yellow Shoe Travel. Yes, we do. So if you are planning a trip to Disney World, Disney Cruise, that would be sweet. Disney maybe, Paris? Maybe you're going to um, Alani in Hawaii. Oh, please. Please take us. Please take us with you if you are planning that. But you should also reach out to Wendy. Um, Wendy at yellowshoetravel.com. Correct. Wendy with a Y. Wendy with a Y, not an I. Wendy like Peter Pan's Wendy. Exactly. Give her, shoot her an email. She's going to help you plan your trip for free. She's not going to charge you anything. Nothing. She's going to do all the hard work like. Waking up early. Yes. Making all your reservations for fast passes, for food. She's going to give you tips and travel tricks just about if you're a newbie to Disney, it can be kind of hard to know what you're doing. If you're an old bee to Disney like us, you know, maybe you can just share fond memories together and she can let you plan out your trip how she can be as involved or not involved as you want her to be but she can get you she knows about all the best deals that are going on right now about the free dining she knows about all of that so give her a contact get in contact with her if you just are planning a trip coming up which hopefully you are if you're a disney lover like us if you are a true disney lover and you need to check out toy story land in the summer i know i'm so jealous there are numerous people that i have been talking to whether at work or just online that are going in the summertime and I want to so 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 bad. Oh 
If only. But we are going to Kentucky in a few weeks. Yeah, we are. For a friend's baby shower. Yeah, shout out to uh, basketball, uh, horse... Horse racing. Horse racing, uh, whiskey. Um, That is all we know about you, Kentucky. That's all that we know about Kentucky. Is that all we need to know? I'm not sure, but we will find out. We will see. We're excited. All right, well, now let's bring on the Aaron Pugh. Pew, pew. All right, and now we have the legendary Aaron Pugh. Um, Zara is not here right now because she's currently picking up canes. And so instead of just biting our nails, talking about movies, you've probably heard me reference Aaron like every other podcast because I see a movie with him probably every single week. So there's no one better to talk about the huge amount of movies that we have coming up this summer than the Aaron Pugh. What's up, everyone? Also, Aaron was um, on the Stranger Things podcast, I believe episode 12, maybe, off the top of my head. So all of his fans are probably tuning in for this episode (laughs) as well. Um, So Aaron, before we get into this summer's blockbuster movies, um, what to you is a blockbuster summer movie? Okay, so to be a blockbuster summer movie, it kind of has to have some criteria to... To classify it. Yeah. So um, it has to be released between the beginning of May and the end of August. Okay. Um, that's that's summertime. That's summer movie time. And to really be a great summer movie, it, it can't drag. It has to be fast-paced. Even if it's a comedy, um, it has to be fast-paced. But generally, summer blockbusters are either comedies or action movies or a combination of the both. Um, and that's, that's a big part of making a summer movie a great summer movie so you're saying manchester by the sea not a summer blockbuster not a summer blockbuster movie okay so um the other thing in years past and i think this is starting to change but like the other thing that for most most summer movies being great it's been pg-13 or lower okay because like that's how you get the whole family to go and that's that's really like why you see these astronomical ticket sales yeah but that's starting to change, and I think we'll get into that a little bit. Oh, here. we will, because yeah, there are some uh, R-rated movies that might be yep jumping up to the top. All right, so before this podcast, you you also, Aaron, are like um, the biggest history buff, but besides my brother Nathan, that uh, that I have ever encountered. And so you said, Michael, I did some research on past years' summer blockbuster movies, and I just want to hear some. So you just go. Go on with your with your researching. So, Huffington Post um, the, is where I got most of this information. Yeah, did a article last summer at the end of the summer um, and talked about the forty three highest grossing summer movies ever, going all the way back to what's considered the first summer blockbuster ever, Jaws. Yeah, uh, which was a hugely successful movie made in nineteen seventy five. Same year my parents got married. Hey, oh, uh, so like they shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Pugh. Yep. Ray and Rachel. Ray and Rachel. They uh, they went and saw it um, that summer, actually. So but anyway, there's they have this whole list and it's and it's it's a top 43 and they, they rank them from worst to best. And it's done based on like how much money they made, how culturally significant they were, scores on rating sites and different things like that. So yeah. it's it's kind of their top 10, but I felt like they were pretty pretty solid. There's only one or two that I kind of disagreed with in the top 10. Yeah. And we won't go through all 43, but 
check out the Huffington Post article. It's great. Um, but their top 10 I thought was pretty – I think you'll agree with a lot of these two. Sure. Number 10, Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. Yes. Great, great summer movie. It was huge. I took my nephew to see that when he was What like a fitting two. movie, this being a primarily Disney podcast, just yes. wrapping it all together. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I didn't make that up. That's number 10 in the article. Yeah. Number nine, one of my all-time, like, top, probably top three movies ever, Back to the Future. Okay, yes. Great, great yes. movie. Huge movie when it came out. Uh, number eight, like, I've seen it a couple, you know, half dozen times or whatever, Grease. Uh, Wait, you've only seen this a half dozen times? Yeah, like it's. I've seen it. I know the the songs, yeah. but I, I I probably haven't seen it in ten years. I definitely had a stage of where I wanted to be John Travolta. Well, who didn't? Well, sure, but Olivia Newton John was gorgeous. Yes, I mean, correct. Yes, exactly. Um, I actually went. Me and Zara um, went to a a live taping of a podcast called The Popcast, which we love. Um, and on that, they were talking about sexual awakenings for all of all of the panel, which was really awkward because there was a pastor from a local Dallas church there, <laughs> and, and it and so his answer was, I won't say sexual awakening, but my first celebrity crush was <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, yeah, like fr- that's mean like from uh, Greece, which was pretty gold. So great, it is a great movie. I, I guess I wouldn't have placed it in my top summer movies, but I was not even alive yeah. when it came out. So um, number seven. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, huge movie. Whoa. Yeah, like um, that, interesting. Yeah, and which, it's and it's got an R rating. Yeah, which is interesting that it made so much and it, but yeah, it was a big summer blockbuster. Wow, I mean, yeah, obviously, yes, great movie. But thinking of the parameters of like a summer blockbuster, I couldn't just see like a whole family just, just like grabbing all of the yeah. kids to go see this movie. But obviously, yeah, there's also a huge population that. War movies and especially about that story, I'm sure was. Yeah, yeah I can't a big remember thing. if I saw that in theaters, but I, I saw it around the time it came out. So, um, number six, the movie that started it all, Jaws. Okay. Which I've seen, I've probably seen that movie a dozen or more times. It's great. Yeah. Um, I think I own it. It's really, it holds up, even though the story of how it was made was crazy. So, um, number five, have you ever seen Jaws? A lot of times, but on like TNT, not on like yeah. So like with commercial breaks, I, I'm not. Sh- so I've seen it at least ten times. Yeah. But I've don't think I've ever seen it without commercials. Yeah. In it, those commercials kind of break Which up is, the yeah. pacing. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's really cool. Uh, number five, another great movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Yeah. That was huge, and like a lot of people point to that as like the movie that made them movie fans. Yeah. Uh, so that's. I mean, I remember watching also it as a kid. in the Disney parks is Indiana Jones, yeah, which is an interesting part of Disney folklore. Just how really? well, yeah. So I listened to this other podcast just about how um, that happened. Basically, yeah, Disney was in such like a downtime because they kept trying to make these like big budget movies that just weren't coming through, and that um, they reached out to like Steven Spielberg and um, yeah, and and somehow that happened. And it just, yeah, so they have the stunt show, and, and then at Disneyland, they have this Indiana Jones ride, which is, like, my favorite ride yeah. ever. I've never been there to see it, but I definitely want to check that out someday, because it's, I mean, and it's Indiana Jones. I, I had, like, the 
hat and like I bought like a toy whip. Yes. Like when I was on vacation as a kid. Also, funny story. I've probably told this before. Whenever I was 16, I went on my band on my band Disney trip. Shout out to Miranda Hester also from last episode. Um, and. I got selected to be on the stage, oh, yeah. and I had to be 18, but I was only 16, and I l- gave away my integrity and said I was 18 <laughs> just so I could. Totally uh, worth it. And I signed like this document saying I was 18. Definitely was not, but I was on the stage, and it was awesome. Totally worth it. Um, number four, uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Okay, yes. Which, the first Star Wars, you know, like, the, it was huge. I'm, yeah, yeah, I guess top four is good, but yeah, if I think of like a movie that probably broke tons of, I'm very interested. Yeah, in like what the three ahead of this movie are. Then it, it gets it gets great. Okay, all right. So number three, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Okay, yeah, huge movie. I, I've watched that a million times. Sure, yeah, it, like you'll cry when you watch it. It's just it's great. Um, but that that beat A New Hope though is very interesting to me. But you'll see why I think in the the next two, oh, okay. why it beat out a new hope. Okay. Um, Jurassic Park is number two. Oh, which my all time favorite wow. movie is Jurassic Park. Yeah. That that for me is like when I really started to love movies. I'm really interested for your hot take on Jurassic World. Then or I, I, I'm Kingdom, excited to see whatever. It. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But because uh, I yeah, it's, I love dinosaur movies. Sure. So. Uh, number one, this may surprise some people, but just like the Godfather, Godfather Part Two is considered the best of the series. Yeah, and sometimes considered the greatest film of all time. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back is okay. number one. Oh, okay, because a lot of people consider it the best movie of the three. Yeah, original trilogy. So yeah, it, which I I would agree it's probably the best of the original three. What I've chosen as my number one. Summer movie of all time, probably not, but yeah, but I get why it's there, mm-hmm. and it, it made a lot of money, and it it was huge, and like there were people like the stories of of how that movie came out, and like how people like we think people are crazy going to shows, you know, dressed in costumes and stuff. Now people were like rapidly yes. excited for it back then too. Yes, yeah, in a different way. It was different without all the social media stuff. Yeah, so some interesting things about their top forty three. Um, number 15 was like the Dark Knight. So like there's some good Batman movies in there. Number 16 was Toy Story 3. Okay. Which a lot of people consider to be the best of the Toy Stories. Yes. So, um, number 33 was the Avengers because when it came out in 2012, it was one of the, it went over a billion dollars. Okay. Number 32, Jurassic World. Um, because it was number 32 was Jurassic World. It, It grossed more money that summer and. It's it's culturally significant because it's the continuation yeah, of yeah. of the franchise. Um, number thirteen, the only Harry Potter movie on the on the list. Can you guess which one it was? Shoot, um, no, I'm going to go with Deathly Hallows Part Two. You're correct. Oh, okay. Wow. Most Good. of them were released like during like winter, um, fall. Yeah. And that one wasn't. They released it like six months later. Yeah. And released. And it. that that was just yeah the last one. Yeah. And, it, so it was huge. Yeah. Um, and the only Star Wars that didn't appear in this list, as you already guessed, yes. is Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Didn't it? Didn't win the summer, and it was released during the summer. Um, there were also ten superhero movies on that list, four Batman movies, two Spider-Man, uh, Tobey Maguire era movies, okay, three Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, 
and Wonder Woman. So out of the 43, 10, 10 of them were superhero Ten movies. are super, yeah, exactly. So, and like I said, two of my all-time favorites made the top 10, the Jurassic Park and Back to the Future. So yeah. that's that's kind of a brief history of like some of the you know top movies ever for yeah. – summer so i'm 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 excited about this summer so oh me too well yeah yeah we talked about this before the podcast but the fact that infinity war they move the screening date up into april so that it's technically not going to qualify as a as a summer, some, movie? As a summer blockbuster movie even though it's like breaking records left and right yeah. and will definitely end up being yeah the highest grossing summer movie of like this year yeah for sure it's it's pretty crazy do you have any predictions about like movies in general this summer i I have two predictions for do you mean just like overall just overall like like do you you feel like this is going to be a pretty strong movie season well yeah no we have been hyping this up so one of the reasons also that you are on this podcast is we went on our youth ministry ski trip also me and aaron work together not sure if y'all have like picked up on that um and on this 18-hour-long bus ride, <laughs> you looked at the entire calendar of 2018 and all of the movies that were projected to come out, and you scheduled um, which movies you wanted to see like on each weekend so that we could at nerd. least see 52 movies in a year, which both of us are definitely clear to make that yeah. happen. Um, and you sent me this list, and it blew my mind in how many movies are coming out, and especially like in the summertime, like... Yeah. In, in the summertime, there are some weeks where there are three or four movies in a weekend that I want to see. Yeah, it's it's going to be insane. I my my two main predictions. Um, I I think this is like the true return of like blockbuster summer. Okay, yeah. Something we I mean we've kind of seen here and there, but like I think this this is going to be kind of the return of it. I also think this may be the highest grossing summer for movies ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there's there's several movies on my my prediction list that'll go well over a billion dollars. I'm sure of it. Yeah. E- like easily go over a billion dollars. Shout out to, to movie pass for, uh, helping us achieve that billion dollar mark without having to pay <laughs> a lot of money, yeah. especially, well, mostly right now. Um, cause movie pass is quickly realizing that they are <laughs> losing a ton of money and changing up their rules. But for the established subscribers, we yeah. we are good. We're sitting pretty. All right. Well, since we are waiting on on Zara still, and she is, it's not like she, she knows the big name movies, not like the surprise movies. So let's talk about. So so before we get to like our top movies that we think are are going to crush this summer, um, what are some surprise predictions that you have for this summer? Like some movies that are not on people's radars right now. So. I've got a list of like wild cards and I think these films will do well. Yeah. I don't think they're going to break the top 10 in terms of gross uh like income, but I, I think it's it, they're going to do well. They'll they'll make their budget back. Yeah. Some of them may even have sequels. I am not sure. Um first one I have on my list I think is going to be awesome and we already talked about this before the podcast. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh yes. I think it's going to do well. I don't think it's going to be like, you know, a runaway hit, but I think it'll do well and I think it's going to be awesome. Every year there's like a nostalgic cultural ph- like phenomenon and it feels like Mr. Rogers is that for 2018. I've had more conversation maybe because of this movie, maybe because of like documentaries um about Mr. Rogers than I haven't in the yeah. past like seven years it's very weird the the pastor at our church um yes. quoted some mr yes. rogers and has shown some mr rogers clips over the past couple of years 
Um, I've watched Mr. Rogers on Amazon Prime in the last few months just to like, I remember this episode, and sure enough, Amazon Prime has that episode. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of cool to look back because I grew up with Mr. Rogers like many millions of Americans. So I think that one's going to be great. I can't wait to see it. Great news. Zara has now returned with Canes. But we are going to continue this conversation about sleepers while she munches on some delicious chicken tenders. Hello, everybody. Yeah, she, yeah, she, this is by far like our, our most spontaneous chill podcast where, uh, uh, so you might hear Zara uh, snacking on, on some delicious goods. I don't know, the one from last week was pretty chill too. Okay, you're right, you're right. Shout out to my dad in Hamilton. So Aaron, continue um, with your second Sleeper pick. I think I think the Equalizer two, the yes. sequel to, uh, I think it was 2015's The Equalizer with Denzel Washington. Uh huh. Great movie. It's just action packed. Antoine Fuqua, the director, he loves to just blow things up and just make kind of hard hitting action movies. And I think that's what I've seen the the trailer for. It looks awesome. It looks better than the first one, and I love yes the first one. This world needs a, just a good Denzel kicking butt type of movie. Yeah. Um, I love serious Denzel, like in Fences, or he had that other one. It was like Israel, Roman Israel. Um, but yeah, I'm just ready for him to kick butt and take names, break some heads. Also, one of the first dates that me and Zara ever went on was The Book of Eli, oh, which is another movie. great movie. Zara hated it with <laughs> her whole heart, and I scarred her for ma- probably two years. Like, yeah. for like, it's like every movie, I would have to, like, check the IMDb score to look at the violence of See that movie. See if someone movie. gets their arm cut off in yes. the first five minutes. Yeah. You, you still have to do that. Yeah, um, but, well, <laughs> I, I have at least, like, worked my way out of that a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, I am very, very excited yeah. for the e- He's just such a great actor. I mean, he really, he's one of the best. So, um, a a new one that's coming out, uh, Upgrade. Now, you've seen the preview for this. This is the one where the guy wakes up with some sort of computer um, implanted in his head and and it like it's like talking with him. Zara is shaking her head like she has seen this, and I don't recall this trailer. Yeah, it it looks kind of like a hardcore Henry type of movie or something. Where I, I, I don't even get oh. that reference. I saw the trailer. It looks cool. It just looks different. It like it's it's gonna win zero awards. It may not even do well, but it's gonna be fun to watch. I am opening up the IMDb right now, and I don't have any recollection of this. Why have I not seen this yet? Yeah, like he gets really hurt somehow, and um, yeah, he has to undergo surgery, and then they they tell him like, oh, you can be part of this experimental project. And so they put like this computer chip in it. And he wakes up with skull. a gun in his and arm. He's, like, so powerful, like what he's, like, the? He's yeah. basically like a computer robot, like. So he's cyborg. Yeah, and the and the computer says, "Would you like me to take over?" And uh-huh. and he goes, "Sure." And all of a sudden, he just starts killing beat, everyone, beating people down. It's Dude, great. That's wild. It it looks really fun. Like I said, it's I don't even know who's in it, um, but it just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Definitely probably one that you and I and Joaquin will go see. Yes, yes. So. I Now, this movie isn't like a summer blockbuster movie, according to our definition, but I was listening to a podcast um, where some people went to the Austin City Limits, like, mu- like, sorry, like movie festival, so not the music part, and they just watched a ton of movies, and they said their favorite one from this festival was this movie called Eighth Grade. Um, and it, it, I've heard and of that. it's basically, yeah, like this story of a, of a girl in eighth grade as she's kind of like, Growing up and just 
this like coming of age movie. Yeah. And it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And these people said it was like a dynamite, just great movie. Yeah. I saw that one. I didn't write anything down about it because I haven't watched the trailer. So I, yeah. But like it, it looked like it was gonna be good just from the. I think I saw the the score too, and it said a hundred percent. So yeah. That it's probably gonna be a pretty good one too. Um, another one that has a hundred percent. And you've seen the preview for this one. It looks trippy and creepy in all sorts of cool ways. Hereditary. Oh, with no. Tony Collette. No. Uh, where she's like haunted by no. her, her own no. mother or something. No. Yeah. No. Zara's, Zara's no. not a fan. Yo, that one looks so scary. It's, it's supposedly the scariest movie of the year. Um, and so it, it currently has 100% Rotten Tomatoes yes. score. Uh, from from when it was shown at festivals, so I think I'm I'm definitely gonna see it. Um, oh. It was the trailer before a Quiet Place. So we could That's barely right. handle a Quiet Place, and then that, <laughs> that came on, and we we're like, oh god, what have we got ourselves into? All right, I saw on Twitter that there was a showing of 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 like the Nomeo in and a Juliet. So like that. so like some little kid movie, and somehow the the movie theater messed up, and they showed a trailer for Hereditary before this little kid movie, and it so scarred all of these families. And the movie theater got in, in so much trouble for like showing it, because dude, like like. It messed me up. Oh yeah. Like I hate supernatural stuff. Being like, I'll go see a quiet place or 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 like even it. But I saw Paranormal Activity and I saw Insidious One. Oh, great movies. It, both of those. Oh no, nah, nah. They still haunt me. To Insidious this day. is one of my favorite. Still scary to this movies. day, I can't do it. So that one comes out in June. That looks really good. And then this one I told you about, and and I have not seen the preview for it, but the uh, the description. It's called The Happy Time Murders. The best way to describe it, it is a puppet mystery crime comedy. <laughs> no, yeah, it no. is. So it's like, it's like, so it's Brian Henson, who I believe is Jim Henson's wow. son. Okay. Um, and Jim Henson is known for like the Muppets and like all the, like Kermit the Frog and, and Miss Piggy, all those. And so it's like, it's supposed to be, it's, it sounds the like happy it's kind of an Happy Time ad- Murders? It's like an adult like Muppet show. Muppet. So it just looks funny and weird. This um, sounds like that other thing that I've never seen. Um, oh, it was like that R rated like puppet movie that came out like 10 years ago. Oh, team America. Yeah. 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 I, I don't. So have you ever seen, I love you, man? Yes. Oh yes. Or no, it's not. I love you, okay. man. It's a uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Have you ever seen I that? I have also seen that. Yes. So at the very end, um, the main character, he remember he, he has like a puppet show, like it's like he does like a vampire puppet show musical at the very end. Okay. And it looks like something out of that. It just looks yeah. funny and weird and I'm going to go see it probably just cuz it's too weird to not go see. Sure. So, um one other that I or actually two more that I th- think could be interesting. Mile 22 is is one that I have not seen a trailer for. It it which this is that Mark Wahlberg movie, yes. right? And yeah. Peter Berg, who yeah. did they did Lone, Lone Survivor, Survivor, Deepwater Horizon, yeah. and Patriots Day together. Yeah. I didn't see Deepwater Horizon, but I heard it was great. Me, me, and Zara saw that solid movie, good yeah. movie. I've yeah. talked about those ones because we were like, oh yeah, those are the guys who always do those yeah. stories. And Lone Survivor is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, Patriots Day is one that like was even better than I expected it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it a couple times since I saw it in the theater. Great movie. So. I've, it, all I know is it's a spy action thriller kind of thing. 
um, a CIA operative trying to get like a witness it, or something. It has Maggie from The Walking Dead. Really? I didn't yep. know that. And it has Ronda Rousey. I did know that. Which I'm torn on because I feel like she tries to do stuff and it just doesn't like work out. Like I, I wouldn't say this to her face because she she would murk me. Break every bone in but, my like, body. She's just not a great actress. She's yep. not terrible. She's just not a great she's actress. She's no Jackie Chan. So yeah, exactly. And then the last one, and I know we've talked about this, Hotel Artemis. Yes. Looks just looks interesting. Uh it's um Jodie Foster is a nurse running a a hospital for criminals. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it just looks great. So it has a character from Atlanta, which I love. Um, And it also has Sterling K. Brown from our favorite This Is Us. I I feel like Sterling K. Brown is trying to, like, be a villain whenever we really just want him to be a mushy, nice dad. But, But, yeah, the trailer looks great. Like, I saw the trailer, and I'm like, wait, why hasn't this been hyped up more? This looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I went to see that. Two just, or sorry, I guess just like one random other movie from this same podcast that I was listening to about the Austin um, movie movie festival. There is this other horror movie called Searching, all right? And it also has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the whole thing is it is based on... um, well, uh, how do I de- describe this? It's all based on like Skype and text messaging. So it's all on screens. The whole movie mm. is on screens. And it's basically there's like this murder or like some supernatural thing is like killing people. But you only see it through Skype conversations or someone is texting someone. And it's all the idea of like social media. Yeah. So like um, basically this podcast talked about how horror movies are, are, are like becoming such like top level movies. And, but the idea of how they are incorporating social media and just like our need for connection to kind of like uh, black mirror stuff. Yeah. Um, but in movies is very interesting. That's really cool. It, it also has the dude from Harold and Kumar. That is not the brother from designated survivor. So okay. the, the other guy, um, Boom. So that is what we got. Zara has now chowed on her canes, and we can now all three give um, some hot takes on our favorite upcoming summer blockbusters. All right, so the way that we are going to do this is we are just going to start from basically May and just try to go through August with like some movies that we think are going to crush the box office, all right? Um, so we had this discussion. The only movie out right now that I want to see in beginning of May is the Tolly movie with Charlize. Looks good. Charlize Theron. Not really a, a summer blockbuster, but the first summer blockbuster movie that that I am excited for is Deadpool two. Yeah. yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I, I knew it was coming. Deadpool two. I'm not seeing this. Is uh, so Deadpool the first movie set the record for highest grossing R rated movie. Ever. Which at, is insane. Yeah, $745 million, according to what I read today. Yeah. I believe, and I put this as my number three grossing movie of the summer. Hmm. Um, I, I think Deadpool 2 breaks its own record and may become the first R-rated movie to gross over a billion dollars. Whoa. Because if you think about it this way, it, the first Deadpool came out in February of 2016. It came out yeah. in the winter. Winter is not known for doing well with movies. No. Yeah. And the ones that do well are the art house movies, you know, the ones that 
get nominated for Oscars. Like a rom-com. And so, or, or rom-coms, exactly. And so I think this one could easily break a billion dollars. Yeah. Because there's even more hype over it. More people saw Deadpool on on DVD and Blu-ray. Well, um, yeah, so I just saw you I just it. saw Deadpool like three weeks ago. So I think a lot more people are going to see Deadpool 2 in the theaters, and I think it breaks a billion dollars. Yeah. I'm hoping that it is as good. I, I'm uh, Deadpool was just such like a random, just kind of like a like independent, more like superhero movie, which yeah. led to its success. Plus, the marketing was all great. So I am rooting for it for sure. Um, then that next week, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yes, me and Aaron might be the two biggest fans of this movie that I know yeah. right now. I'm excited about it. A lot of people are hating on this. And I'm very excited. Our for good it. friend Josh Miller is excited about oh, it too. He said at lunch today. Right, good, so good, good, good. But all I don't the know rest why, of the staff. But I like Woody Harrelson. Oh, who? Woody Harrelson's yeah. great actor. Okay, good. Love him. Glad that that's a popular yeah, opinion. He is, Wonderful and cheers. He is the new Matthew McConaughey with his I've, like okay. Renaissance. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he this is back. like the Woody Harrelson Absolutely. season. Okay, good. Um, yeah, pe- people. I are, mean, I liked him in Hunger Games. I don't know. <laughs> That's I don't know. Sure. Like no, he was great in Hunger Games. Sure. Yeah, yep. he was yep. good. And then that, I feel like that's kind of when he gained popularity. Like, he did yeah. that, and then, like, now he's just, like, in everything. You said he was, like, in three different movies this summer, yeah, back-to-back, yeah. or, like, recently last or Last year he was in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he was in a lot. Yeah. Maybe it was last year. He was in, like, three yeah. different ones. Yeah, he, like, he was in that Glass Castle He was movie. the Josh yes. Brolin yes, of last Glass year. Yes, Glass Castle, yes. yes. The Josh yes. Brolin. Well, Josh Brolin, yes. So, Solo, I put as my number four. I think I think it'll do well. Yeah. Um, but just like Rogue One, uh, it won't it won't be like as big as the regular Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah. But it's still going to do great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It, it'll do great because it is a Star Wars movie, but at the same time, I think there's going to be slight Star Wars fatigue in like... Now there's so much Star Wars movies that... Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I'm wondering um, how many... But... I obviously love Star Wars. I will see it at least once, probably twice. Then that next week, meh. Meh. I mean, there's some good movies, yeah. but nothing worth. Then, some, a movie that me and Aaron are divided on. I know. Divided That's on. That's what I've heard. Ocean's 8. So excited, so excited, so excited. All female cast, woo, party! So, I actually have this as one of my flops. Yes. Ugh, don't even, don't even so, play, Aaron. And, and here's the deal. Play. Like, all the, all the actresses in it are great. I've loved them and the movies that they've done. How You've can got, you beat this stellar cast right now? That's what they said True. about Ghostbusters. Ugh. And it flopped. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. No, that I neither didn't, did I. I didn't I, like those people in it. I, I don't know. know. Well, yeah. You I don't follow those comedy people. I didn't people. like those people and the trailers just look corny. I just, and I wasn't sold on the original Ghostbusters. Like, I've never seen any of them. And, oh, but I wonderful. love all the Ocean's movies. I've the seen like Ocean's Busters, 11. One of the yeah. top grossing summer movies ever. It's like okay. number 11 yeah. on that list. Never seen it. Yeah. And so... Um, the, the thing that I have a hard time with is that, um, there is like the other Oceans movies, you had Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Mm -hmm. George Clooney, to name three. These girls can stand up. These uh, girls can deliver. Sandra Bullock. I'm behind them all the way. Anne Hathaway. I mean, I'm behind these girls. Mindy Kaling. So many. So many women. Rihanna. Not a good actress, but she's Rihanna. Helena Bonham Carter. Randomly. They're great separately. I just don't know that they can pull it off together. Okay, we will see, Aaron. We will see. We will see. But I I put it under my flops. I love I will stand behind this. I love heist movies. Then, the next week, bring it it full circle to the Disney-ness of this podcast, Incredibles 2. Yay! You want to know something? Yeah. I have The Incredibles 2 as my number one 
grossing Good. movie of the summer. I think great pick. And, yes. and I'm a, I'll be honest. I'm a little uh, worried is maybe not the best word because it has been so long sure, since the sure. original. It's sure. been 14, 14 years. years. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that like a lot of those people that saw it 14 years ago are taking their kids to see well, it. We're for sure and seeing I'm, it. I'm hoping it's as good as the original because the original was phenomenal. Yeah. Good. I remember seeing it in theaters. It was great. But I, 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 even though I have my, I'm a little worried, I still have it as my number one grossing movie of the summer. Yeah. I think it, it does and that. This is really like one of the only kids' movies of, mm-hmm. of the summer. So if you have a kid who is not in school. They're for sure saying then this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, Maybe yeah. multiple times. If that dumb rabbit movie with. Uh, Peter Rabbit? Yeah. yeah. If that dumb Peter Rabbit movie makes so much yeah. money, this movie will also make does a that ton make a lot of, of money. Of money. Yes. Wow. Dumb yeah. money. Okay. Um, then that next week. Jurassic World Fallen, sorry, Jurassic World colon Fallen Kingdom. Um, I'm excited going about Going back to Aaron's number one favorite movie of all time, Jurassic World. Or, or Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Sorry, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I thought, okay, wow. Jurassic Park, the original. Okay, and I okay. loved Jurassic World. Like, you liked it? It's, it's, I'm like a kid in a candy store with those movies. Plus, it's Chris Pratt. I like Chris Pratt. I could watch him doing just about anything. He's great. He's He really is yeah. a fun actor to, to watch. So Except I, whenever he is Star Lord, and he's ruining all he's of the plans of, of the universe. He, no, he was. We'll have to get into that later. But he don't was, worry. He was doing his part. Oh, well, Aaron, you haven't heard the podcast from Infinity War because we haven't posted it, it yet. But I go on a long rant. I know uh, about Chris Pratt. But he was just doing his part. No, no, no. He, we don't believe he, that. He was falling to his emotions. Then we have a movie that me and Aaron. Well, Aaron more so. But I was very excited for. And the longer that it's been building up I'm not as excited for and that is Sicario colon Day of the Soldado I'm still excited about it yeah Josh Brolin back at it yes oh yeah Aaron's Aaron's hot take about Josh Brolin he, he he will be the highest grossing actor of the <gasps> year yep. I mean what? Infinity War already there Sicario and then Deadpool yeah well so. yeah so he's the wait head, he's in Deadpool he yeah is, he plays the why main is he villain. a villain now why well, what Cable's not really a villain, villain in the in that universe. He's he's kind of he's, he's like the guy that Deadpool's trying to stop. He's he's a little bit like Deadpool in a lot sure. of ways. Well, well, yeah, because Deadpool's not necessarily not, like a hero. Yeah, so he's he's kind of a hmm. he's the son of. Do you know who who Cable is the son of? Oh gosh, no. Scott Summers, who is oh Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. Oh, the son of Cyclops. Really? Yep. What? Yeah. What? Oh, that's mind blowing. Yeah. So, like the X Men. So yep. the first Sicario, one of That's the weird. coolest movies I've I oh I have seen. I didn't see it. Um, and this one, I loved the first trailer, and then they started telling more of the story. And I think was I the th- first one about drug dealing. Yeah, of course, yes. Oh, I, I think didn't see I it. think no, you did not see it. No, you. I think that some of those dealing. trailers are intentionally leading you in the wrong direction. Oh, okay. I think there's gonna be. More twists and turns than than we realize. So that's what I hope. That is what I hope. Then next week, um, well, wait, uh, well, yeah. Then the first purge comes out. Not talking about it because that's on my flop prediction. Yes, Good. yes. I'm 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 anti purge stuff. There, the first one was okay, and then I haven't seen the. This others. is what, like the fourth or fifth one. This is the fourth one, I think. It's crazy. Then bringing it back to Marvel, Ant Man and the Wasp. Paul Rudd comes back. He's taken some time off. He 
didn't participate in Infinity War. He was doing his own thing. So I guess we'll get to finally see what in the world he's been up to. Yep. Uh, Number seven on my prediction of top grossing movie. It's... Uh, it's, I'm excited. It looks so good. good. Yeah. Every time I see the preview for it, I was just like, man, this looks fun. I feel like fun. I haven't I, even seen it yet. I was not excited for it, and then I saw Infinity War, and now they can just take my money. Like, yeah. I, I am undoubtedly going to see it, op- like, opening weekend. There's no question. Um, just because even if it's only for five seconds, just how it ties into yeah. that movie, it has to somehow tie into to Infinity War. I think it has and to. And I am excited. It also has Kate from Lost. My favorite Lost Aaron, character. Yes. She's um, good. Aaron, She's good. Aaron also loves Lost. It was on mine and Zara's Mount Rushmore of mm. TV uh, shows to watch yeah, together. Yeah, it's on mine too. It's good. Also, that same weekend, there is this movie by Lakeith Stanfield. Basically, he is an actor in Atlanta. It, it, it looks really weird, but I love him Super in Atlanta. Weird. So I just want to give a tiny shout out to that. What's that called? Um, Sorry, Sorry to, to Bother You. So that, do you know what the... Well, like the story behind it, it's oh. same producers as Get Out and um, Oh. Well, he was also in like um, he was also in Get Out. He was the dude who like yeah. he like took the uh, the. Uh, I'm pretty sure up. it's the same producers. I read just like a little bit on it. Well, yeah, so, but basically, really it's good. this black dude who then sounds like a white guy and Starts then he gets like a white guy. really famous. And Army Hammer, so, isn't it? So like the idea of it is weird, but um, I will definitely see it. Yes, Army Hammer. Terry Crews, the uh, big, yeah, the big guy, the big buff guy, and Tessa, Tessa Thompson, Thompson who on the rise, y'all, I am all on about. the rise. That next week, can we please just get rid of Hotel Transylvania? We've had enough. Like, like, is this on your bus list? <laughs> well, it's it's not because uh, it like wasn't really said, on my radar. So. Not too many little kids movies this summer, so you just don't away. have any that options. And the nut job, like, yeah, I, stop, I, stop making. What about movies. Ice Age? Did they stop that yet? Probably not. They did. But Probably they should have. Also, this yeah, this is just the bust weekend because skyscraper. These all look awful. Here's not look good. Wait, wait, wait. It doesn't look great, but I I bet it'll still. I put it as number nine. I think it'll still do well because it's The Rock. Yes. And and I haven't looked up what Rampage did, but like I went and saw Rampage. <laughs> so because you guys cause, both tricked me to because 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 that was the first movie where I said, hey guys, I'm not gonna go with y'all because because. Even though I have movie pass and even though I have a free evening, that movie looks so dumb. I don't want to see it. And y'all texted me saying, Michael, legit, this is like an 80% good. This is <laughs> being like we, and I fell for it. And later, I will y'all say said, this. No. It was fun to watch. Like, it was just like, it was fun to laugh at. There were some good jokes. And there was a flying wolf. So it was, yeah. So sure. it wasn't a great movie at all, but it, I think it did all right at the box office. And I think Skyscraper does. Pretty well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I bet that box office it does because Jumanji did so well. And boy, I did not enjoy that movie. Yeah. And it has blown up. You know, it was Jumanji. All right. Then that next weekend of July 20th, Equalizer 2. We already talked talked about it. It will be good. Mama Mia 2. Nope. Don't care. Bye. But then... Mission Im- Mission colon Impossible dash Fallout. So many punctuations. It looks better than the last two combined. Whoa! Based on the trailer that I've seen, and yeah, that helicopter chase scene that Tom Cruise actually flew his own helicopter by himself. Yeah. Oh. Impressive. I have really enjoyed the last ones. Yeah. I didn't love the last one. The last one was just it wasn't enough for me. I don't even remember. Now, the one before last it was one. good. Though. I, now I really don't remember anything about nope. it. But in the moment. Like, I remember leaving the theater and saying, hey, I enjoyed this movie. 
This is a continuation of the story from the last one. Oh, okay. Maybe we should one, watch I think the last one. One of the same villains. I would definitely say yes. We should watch the last. So, Henry yeah. Cavill's also in it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. This is like that thing because in Justice League they CGI'd his his mustache off because he had a mustache no. from Mission Impossible. And he, like, That's wouldn't weird. shave it off for, like, part of the movie, like, in the filming of uh, Justice League. That's so weird. they had, like, CGI it off, and Twitter was making fun that of That is interesting. August 3rd, Christopher Robin comes out. I'm excited. I forgot to put that one down. It, it looks good. That There's a good kid. I mean, it's yeah. Disney. Yeah. How can you not like it? Ewan McGregor, I'm excited. Yeah. It's kind of a different telling, and it's live action. So it is a live action. Disney yeah. is just using all of their all of their all of the IP, prop, all of it properties yep. for redo live everything, action. redo it all. Then the weekend of my birthday, which is August twelfth, very important. Um, there is a movie called The Meg. Yes, that you this? were excited for. I was hating on it, and the more that I watch this trailer. The more I'm coming around, I haven't on it. seen this trailer. So I read the book when I was in eighth grade. This is a book. Yeah, it's there's a, there's like three or four books in the series. I read the first one. Huh. Um, I kept seeing the book at like remember Walden Books that used to exist at the mall, like the small bookstores at sure every mall in America. Or at the library. It's where I saw, I'm pretty sure I bought it at a Walden Books and uh, loved it. It was just like action packed. It's about a giant shark. I mean, as an eighth grade kid. So are they? Putting this as a kids movie? Oh no no not, not at all. a kids movie. Well, but that's the thing though. It's only a PG thirteen rating. Like okay. I always thought, if it got made into a movie, it'd be an R. Huh. But okay. yeah, um, it's not. So I'm I'm wondering if that kind of well, it looks it back campy. Like, yeah, like it's supposed Being to. Like though? it's supposed to. It looks kind of like how I wanted Baywatch. To go, I'm just thinking where, of like, Sharknado. Where, where like the first time that I saw like the Baywatch trailer, I'm like, okay, this is like this could be like funny in like a campy way. Then yeah. it was just like way too over the top, and then it was yeah. dumb. Um, I hope I hope this is like I, I don't expect it to be a, an award winner, but and I know they stray from the book material already, but yeah, it's still I want to see it. Should be fun. Should be a, a good you know hour and a half. Yeah. Just to hang out and sure. watch a movie. I mean, it's it's a giant shark. Great way to beat the heat here in Texas. That is very, very true. Then that next weekend, um, uh, okay, I haven't read this book, but Crazy Rich Asians is supposed to be like the rom-com that brings back rom-coms. I, yeah, I haven't heard much about it, but I've, I've seen a lot about I it. I haven't read the book yet either. Maybe I will by this time. But yeah, I have heard good things about I'm that. I'm excited about it. And then really, that's all that I got. Um... There's a James Franco movie called Kin that comes out yeah, at the end that, of August. Yeah, that looks and I interesting. Love James Franco, so um, a couple of flops that I think are, are going to happen. Yeah, The Darkest Minds. I have a feeling that's gonna that's the one with like the the girl from uh, she played Rue in the first Hunger Games. Oh, I think it, I think it's gonna flop hard. Oh, okay, I saw that trailer yeah. and I did not like it. Zero. It didn't look good. No. Mandy Moore. The only, the only thing why that I liked in it was the the music. Mm. Um, I think that's going to flop. There's one called Replicas with Keanu Reeves. Okay. I think it's going to flop. Yeah. Um, we already said The First Purge and Ocean's 8. Slender Man going to flop hard, no, hard. No. Why? No. Um, so those are, my, those are my flop predictions. Those all sound like really great flop predictions because they sound terrible. All right, Aaron. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us about blockbuster movies and just giving us all of your knowledge. Um, and coming back on this podcast, 
Thanks for having me. I am excited for the summer and oh, seeing a great. movie with you like every single so week. So much movie pass. Probably awesome. multiple movies because there are so many good movies. You're going to have to. All right. Peace. Bye. Later. Great job, Aaron. Now it's time to get to our marriage moment. So, Zara, what has been happening in our lives? Well, uh, last weekend after we got back from Houston to see Hamilton. Yes. We also had another fun random event planned that we actually bought tickets to like way back in January. A long time ago. Super long time ago. But we have been waiting for this day just to do something kind of different and fun. And that is that we got to go to a live taping of one of our favorite podcasts called the Popcast. Yes, we love the Popcast. It's one we've been listening to for a long time. They are very funny. It's a girl and boy, woman and man, Knox and Jamie, and they're two friends who have kind of just teamed up together. They both were like talking about pop culture and like their separate spheres, like yeah. blogging and stuff, and then they're like, "Hey, let's do a podcast together." And we love it. They're just hilarious people. Um, they talk. They also talk about like books and movies, and they talk a lot more about like celebrities and um, just stuff that's going on in the world. It um, is because of of Knox and Jamie that we do a lot of our pop culture stuff. Like yes. while we don't know enough to have a full podcast on pop culture, we still like it. We still like it so much that we. Like, how they talk about pop culture, we just think that everybody should at least be in the know somehow. Yes. Um, and so that's why after, at yeah, like at the end of every single podcast, we talk about pop culture stuff. We do. And they also are super into The Bachelor, which is almost why we started following them. Well, uh, well yeah, you had been listening for a while, and then you got me into it, mm -hmm. and then I just became hooked. Like, I just love it. You love it, too. Yeah, so they do um, separate special episodes that you can subscribe to and actually pay like an extra amount a month, which I pay. Um, $3. Like $3. All right, don't freak out, people. We aren't paying like Netflix no, no, money, no, no. just no. $3. But they do like special episodes in every um, season when The Bachelor or Bachelorette is on. They do um, special recap episodes, which are hilarious, and we we love them. They're so great. So anyway... They have, I guess, like, the new thing is to have podcasts, like, tour to different places yeah. and host, like, a live session for, like, fans of the podcast to come, um, watch them kind of record or to meet them or, you know, you can get, like, VIP tickets and we didn't do all that stuff. But we just wanted to go and kind of see what it was like. We had never experienced like a live yeah. recording before. Because we didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, we know what to expect whenever it's just me and you talking, doing our, our own podcast. Right. And the idea of doing this podcast in front of 600 people yeah. is mind-blowing. I mean, and you're very, live. Yeah, is very uh It's kind of like intimidating. A, almost like a stand-up comedy, sort yes, of. exactly. Because it's live. But I won't lie, maybe one of these days, maybe one of these days our audience just boosts up like a ton, and that would be the ultimate dream, to just travel around talking about Disney and pop culture mm -hmm. to other people and engaging with people that actually listen to this show. It would be very cool. would be very funny. So yeah, we saw like tons of other people were like, oh, so this is who else listens to the podcast. This is interesting. And it was hosted in, at the Texas Theater in the D... Um, Bishop Arch District area of Dallas. And we had never been to that venue before, so it was cool to get to go somewhere different. And we love going to Bishop Arts. 
So some of the things that we like to do down there. Yo, they got this pie place, Emporium Pies. Emporium Pies is delicious. Which some people listen to this. Um, you might just live in a town where like some like old school small town where, where you have a pie shop. Where like you have a pie yeah. shop. In Dallas, they really those don't exist. And so there's these like boutique pie shops. Um, and they charge $6 per slice of pie. It's worth it. And because there's no other place to get pie, everyone freaks out and we get really excited because it, they taste delicious. And seriously, there there was a line of, of 50 people just waiting to get pie. There was. And we still waited on it. Thankfully, we got there pretty quick after the show. So we didn't have to wait super long. But yeah, because then that number grew like over 50. So try to go during the week if you can. So you're not stuck in so line. So if you live in. In the Dallas area, and I've never had Emporium Pies. It oh, it's is so good. delicious. We also had Eno's Pizza, one of our other favorite little spots to eat down there. Yeah. Super good pizza. Super love that place. But Bishop Arts is a cool place, too. It gets very busy. We also went on Cinco de Mayo, so that was crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, man, it's busier because of that. But good places to shop and eat and just, like, hang out. So it was a fun evening. Just kind of out and about in Dallas. And other than that, we have honestly been like pretty busy, like so busy that we haven't seen a movie since Infinity War, which for me. For us, that's pretty bad. I was seriously seeing two to three movies a weekend, Mm -hmm. and I have not seen one in over two weeks now. You are going out of town again this weekend to Houston. So chances of seeing a movie, not super high. But as this episode, as Aaron talked about, this summer, there are a ton of good movies coming up, and nothing will stop me from seeing a movie a weekend. Nothing. Um, nothing. Nothing will stop you. But earlier this week, our our friend Isaac, um, who we talk about sometimes, who I do my Bachelor podcast with, which shout out just for a very quick second, if you like me talking or if you like The Bachelor, me and Isaac have a Bachelor podcast called Out of the Limo, and that and the bachelor season is Becca's season is, is starting at starting the end of up. May. Memorial Day weekend. Less than a month to go. Yes. So get very excited. So anyway, Isaac got four of his wisdom teeth removed. Ooh, so bad. And so we went and brought him ice cream, but we played this new board game called Sushi Go. And it's this card game. It sounds really weird, but it was actually super, super fun. It was fun. Yeah. It's just like I don't even know how to describe it. Kind of like go, is it like go fish? Like, I'm not really sure. Yeah. It's a card game and you have a hand. It's kind of, it's a little bit like phase 10. Okay. Yeah. Phase 10. And you try to, you try to get different. Yeah. Collect different things like what to do with the colors of the cards Yeah, and like get different point amounts. But it was very fun. And I would play it again for sure. Yeah. I I played my first time and I crushed it. I beat everybody. It It was awesome. You were a winner. I just got really lucky. I don't know. But nothing makes me feel more like a married person than having game nights with friends. Totally. That's so, that's so seminary of us. Exactly. All right. Well, that was our marriage moment. Are you ready for some Zero to Hero? Zero to Hero. So, Zara, what is your hero for this week? Well, I remember a few weeks ago when I talked about that good pizza game. That game is great, but sometimes you just need a Harry Potter themed game in your life. Sure. Who doesn't need some Harry Potter? I don't know. I'm still sad. This is like years ago that they changed uh, Pottermore to not be like interactive computer game. Wait, they changed it? 
Yeah. How did I not know this? Because you don't care about it. Pottermore was so cool for like five days. Yeah, because then they changed it, and it's not cool anymore. Oh, what a bummer. Um, so finally, I'm surprised it's taken them this long, but they came out with a Harry Potter app. Good. It's called, I think, Mystery of Hogwarts or Secrets, Secret Mystery, Mystery You should probably know that. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, guys. I thought that you were a real fan. I am. Okay. It's actually called Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Okay. Good thing you have your phone with you in your hand currently (sighs) to pull that up. I had to find out. Uh, So it's kind of like a choose your own adventure game, sort of, because they like ask you different questions and you like choose out of three answers. Like, do you want to... Be nice to this person, be mean to this person, or just walk away. I love those games. Yeah, so you have options, and it's also sort of like a tap-tap game because you have to, like, complete these quests, and you have a certain amount of time, and it is a story game. So as you, like, progress throughout these, like, levels, you find out more about the mysteries and the secrets or whatever. And you're at Hogwarts, um, so you're interacting with some of the, like, same... Um, professors and people, but Professor not, Snape. Yeah, but Ooh. not when Harry Potter was there. I think it's um later, like when he's grown up. But there's a mystery, and it's fun. You know, I feel like Harry Potter is like Star Wars, and there's just a lot of stories that can come from it. So many, and it just doesn't need to stay dormant. We saw no. what happened with Star Wars. It never needs to stay dormant. No, ever. No, there's no sleeping for Harry Potter. No sleep. No to nap Potter. time. No. <laughs> I like your joke. (laughs) Well, my hero for this week is, so last week, talked about Kanye West. This week, I'm talking about the new Kanye West, Donald Glover. All right, so I have talked about Atlanta. Yes. His TV TV show that he has created on FX. By far my favorite show on TV. It's very funny. It is random, and I don't know what is ever going to happen that, the episodes are 30 minutes long, and it is very creative. But he not only makes TV shows, well, he used to star in Community, which was mm-hmm. a funny show back in the day. He used to be one of the head writers for 30 Rock. Um, and then he also raps and makes music. All right, so his performer name is Childish Gambino. Oh, Have you heard of Childish that's the Gambino? Same person. It's yes. the same person. Oh, Donald Glover is Childish Gambino. That's weird. So probably like his second album or whatever. I just knew him as this like funny rapper guy who was like solid, kind of like mediocre. Why did he pick such a weird name? Um, wh- what I heard was there is a name generator that I believe Wu Tang Clan came up with, where like you can just pick random rapper names. And it's more of like a joke or for high school kids. And he picked Childish and his name generated name was Childish Gambino. And he stuck with it. Oh, my God. And that's how he came up with that name. Well, I'm 85% sure that that's true. Well, that's weird. So for a while, he has just been this really creative guy who like makes Atlanta, who makes pretty solid music. He is also starring as Lando Calrissian in the new solo Star Wars movie that's coming out in, like, two weeks. Yeah. So this is, like, and that's his first, like, big movie star role type of thing. Well, now he just came out with a new music video to a song called This Is America. It is very alarming. It's very jarring. It is, the song is, like, it's, like, this poppy song, but the music video to it is very intense. So before anyone goes and, like, watching it, um... Well, yes, 
sort of. So it's basically at first he's just like dancing with a shirt off, like being all like funny and stuff. And then he just all of a sudden, like the camera pans, there's a dude with like a with like a, a hood on and Donald Glover just shoots him and like he dies. And then it's basically talking. It's kind of like um, a public service announcement against gun violence and how. Um, black people are treated in America, different stuff like that. But it's just very, very, very creative, very jarring. I mean, obviously I've watched like, um, violent movies or like whatever, but seeing this in a music video with a song that didn't necessarily match the tone of the video and that I had no idea what to expect was pretty cool. So he is just at the top of his game right now. He is creating Atlanta he is starring as Lando Calrissian. He just made this big music video. Right now, it is the Donald Glover renaissance time. And yeah, so y'all should uh, just be on the come up and know what's happening. I feel like moral of the story is he should have allowed us to pick his rapper name. Like if he was a fan and we were doing a fan shout out, 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 out. Yeah. He should have um, allowed us to help Tra- him. Childish Gambino is a solid name. It is confusing that I feel like he should, should just honestly cut that name and just be Donald Glover. That should be his rapper name. Yeah. But, oh, well. Very rarely do we have artists who are so multifaceted. Like, normally, if you are a rapper, you're a rapper. Or if you do TV, you do TV. But he really does everything. That he writes, that he does comedy, that he um, stars in movies that he raps, that he sings, all of that stuff. Which, yeah, so his album before this song came out, uh, he did that really hit song called Redbone, and it's really like psychedelic singing disco type of vibey stuff. Never heard it. I promise you, you have heard Redbone. Are you sure? I Well, right after this, we I will play this for you, okay. and, and I bet you that you have, have heard it. Okay, yeah. all right. It's very popular. Okay. So that was my hero. What's your zero for this week? Well, as you may or may not be aware, there is an American woman named Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Who is getting married to Prince Harry of England. Yeah. Prince of England. She became a princess. She will be in uh, like less than a week. Man. In about a week. So. Just like my opening song. She becomes a princess. Yeah, yeah I found my princess. Prince Harry found his princess. That's true. But now it seems like the media is telling me and all of everyone in the United States that we need to know all of Meghan Markle's complete history from when she was born uh-huh. up until right now. You're saying that the media makes us put celebrities on a really high pedestal? Yes, correct. Okay. So there's going to be like at probably like seven, maybe more different like special TV things on different channels. Really? About her. Yes. Oh, heck no. I mean, in addition to like probably watching the wedding on TV, which I just, I'm just not really into it. I don't know. Yeah. I, you are definitely not into I'm not the, into the royal the, family nah. stuff. I mean, I like it later on, like the crown. Okay. Or like period pieces. You do like, like those Vic- types. Queen Victoria uh, yeah. type stuff. Like, I don't really care in the moment, but maybe once she's dead. Whoa, you're already wanting Meghan Markle dead? No, I'm saying like in 100 years, I'll probably be dead too. Wow. Um, But, you know, like later on, like history, when it's history. Yeah. Not like when it's happening right now. So you want 
a musical about Meghan Markle's life one day for <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda to write. That's what you're saying. If he wrote it, probably. Okay. Honestly. Uh, about a girl who grew up was the fourth character on a show called Suits from yep. a mediocre cable network show, to, USA. An American college was in a sorority. Basically had mostly the normal. Well, she was famous. I don't know. I don't get the hype. And I'm somehow not really she becomes sure. a princess. I don't get the hype, but yeah, she's gonna be a princess now. I just don't see the need to watch so much media coverage about her. Zara, I completely agree. Okay, I good. never vocalized that because I feel like uh, that's a um, an unsavory opinion. So I'm glad that you articulated that. So now I can have the confidence in living out that opinion as well. Just live it out, Michael. Just live your dream. Just live it out. Okay, thank you. What's your zero? Well, this is... My zero is about a man who had a dream, and he should have just kept that dream in his pants. Oh, God. What in the world are you talking about? All right, so my one of my favorite things is going on Twitter and just reading crazy stories that happen in this country. You love doing that. One of them is that in New Jersey, at a high school... Every single morning, a football... Everything's legal in New Jersey. That is a quote from Hamilton, anyway. Oh, good job. Thank you. Well, this is definitely not legal in New Jersey. <laughs> Public defecation. That is... Yeah, that's not legal. No one thought that this was where the, the story was going. So there was um, a, a high school in New Jersey where every single morning, the track and football team would just find human feces just on the track... Or on the football field. Hill, I'm sorry. We had to talk about this. And so they tried finding out who was doing it. And they were like reporting it through the school district. And nothing was getting done. And so finally they resorted to contacting the police to find the serial pooper. (laughs) Who was just defecating everywhere on their school grounds. What if? At like 6 a.m. every single morning. What if this became a trend? And instead of like all these TV shows about serial killers. It's like. All about serial poopers. Serial poopers. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is the only person in 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 the United States who just has a thing for like pooping in public. All right. So they tried like reporting it to the school. Eventually, it wasn't being handled. So they contacted the police, and the police, I'm guessing, did a sting operation to see what type of person was just pulling down their pants and just pooping. <laughs> Imagine that this, you go into your job at the police station thinking your day is going to go one way, and then you find out from your boss or whoever that this is what you had to do, was go to a high school and creepily hide out and watch for someone to poop. You are on poop duty. (laughs) You're on poop duty. Sorry, you're on poop duty, bro. You're on poop duty. All right. Well, anyway, so the police found the person. Who was publicly defecating. They caught him? They caught him. And this is the crazy part. It was the school superintendent. (laughs) Wait, what? So, this school has been reporting it to the school superintendent to get this handled. Oh my god. And at the the whole time, the superintendent was the one who was pooping. This is like so wrong on so many levels. Basically, he would just go on these early morning jogs, and at 5.30 to 6 a.m. every single morning, the homie would poop on the track or on the football field. Do you think he had something, like, mentally messed up? Like, it's not that he just, like, couldn't find a bathroom fast no. enough. No. So, supposedly, there were public porta-potties there that he could be using, and he ran past them to poop 
on the floor this or is, on the ground. This is outrageous. It's very, very weird. Also, upon further Twitter investigation, this man was making $150,000. Not anymore. No. Well, so he got suspended um, without pay, and he is facing, like, all of these charges. Dude, he's <gasps> probably going to jail or getting lots of <gasps> probation time for public defecation. Oh, he's in trouble. It's so funny. So funny. I don't know what goes through a person's mind. I don't know. I'm, the number one question that I'm asking is, did he have toilet paper with him? No. Probably not. That's disgusting. Then that's okay, just gross. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. That's really bad. I know. That's really bad. That is why it is my zero, because I heard this story. <laughs> that's for and sure. And it has been haunting me for days. That's for sure. Because every zero. person that I see outside in society, I'm wondering, are, you are a they defecator? also a public defecator? I don't know. We a, need to ask ourselves a, that question a now. A public pooper. A public, a PP. Are you a pee-pee? No, definitely not. I, I am the opposite. I am very... You are so the opposite. I, I have strict rules about where I do my business you at. You do. We don't I, need to get into that, no, but... No, we don't. But but just wow. all of the listeners, y'all can know that me and Zara are not public poopers. Thank God we can proudly proclaim that. I am very excited to just know what people listening, what their mindset is right now with this story. Guys, I don't even know. Message this message. Us yeah, about some this. yeah, someone DM me. Tell me, tell me about. Tell me if you like these crazy Twitter stories too, because yeah. Michael is very into them and he tells me about them. I love them. I don't really do Twitter, so I don't get don't mixed worry. in with the fray. I do it enough for for everybody. You do more than enough. All right, well, that is what we got for the show. Thank you so much, Aaron Pugh, for uh, coming on this pod and, and, and dropping some knowledge and. Thank you to Yellow Shoe Travel for being our amazing sponsor. And if you need help planning your trip to Disney, contact Wendy at yellowshoetravel.com. Wendy Trent. That's Wendy like Peter Pan with a Y. They're awesome people. They're super fun. And if you haven't heard our podcast interviewing her a few episodes back, you should for sure check that oh, out. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Check it out. Okay. Have a great week, you guys. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life. <laughs>